Healthy Workplaces, a podcast brought to you by Total Wellness. Good day, this is Alan. I'm the host of Inspiring Healthy Workplaces, and I I will welcome my guest, Donna Kimmel. She is uh, the Chief People Officer at Citrix. Uh, Love to find out what you're doing for your employees, especially in today's environment, that um, engaging uh, employees, especially millennials and Focusing not just on physical well-being, but their overall well-being is really important. So if you want to go ahead, Donna, introduce yourself, maybe a little about your background and what you're doing today at Citrix, it would be great. Sure, that's great. It's great to be here, and thanks for uh, for inviting me on, Alan. I'm Donna Kimmel. Uh, as you mentioned, I'm the Chief People Officer at Citrix Systems. I have been with the company for just under four years and started at a time of organizational transformation, uh, both uh, at the company level as well as the HR level. And as we embarked on that transformation, we really spent quite a bit of time uh, focused on our culture and our values, um, our organization structure and design to help drive uh, the new direction that the company was going in from a strategic business perspective, you know, moving to the cloud, SaaS-based, uh, subscri- subscription-based uh, with, our, with our products, our technology products. Okay, so give me a background of uh, Citrix. How many employees do you have in the U.S. and outside the U.S.? Sure, we have about 9,500 employees uh, around the world, um, about... Um, about half of them are in the U.S., um, and we're but we're spread across the globe. We have about seventeen hundred employees in India, um, uh, three four hundred in China, in Nanjing, China, and um, again, I think we're in over fifty countries around the world where we have employees. Wow! So, the, what kind of challenges are you running into having a global workforce of ninety five hundred employees? Even though a lot of them are in the U.S., what what do you have to deal with on a on a week to week, month to month basis? That is always a challenge. You know, I think for for us, the the global challenge is it really starts with uh, for us. We you know we really work hard at putting talent first. We put, work hard at really trying to understand uh, the experience that our employees are having. And so for us, when we look at those experiences, we we clearly can look at. Generations. We have five generations in the workforce. We have uh, employees, obviously, that um, like many companies are in different life stages. So we really truly focus on not only what's important to people from a cultural aspect, uh, you know, in terms of the countries where they are, uh, where they live in, but what's important to them as individuals. What will enable them to be as productive as they can be, to contribute uh, to the success of the organization as much as possible. And so we really try to uh, understand what's important to the individuals around the world. So that, that's a good segue to talk about your global mindful yeah. moment this month. It's July. So how have you implemented that program this month and and the perspective of engaging your entire population across the world. Yeah, so I'll take a step back. You know, as I mentioned, some of the things that are really important to us from from an employee experience perspective, we do focus on putting talent first. We recognize that as a company, our ability to attract and retain the right talent um, uh, is critical to our success as an organization. 
our employees really are the ones that make us successful. They're the ones who end up collaborating and driving results. Uh, they're, they're the ones who put our customers first and build loyalty with our, you know, with our customers. They're the ones who are out there innovating. And the more we put into our employees, the better off we are as an organization. When we step back and think about uh, employee experience, we think about what culture are we driving? Uh, and, uh, and part of that, you know, part of that culture, uh, gets to the purpose of the organization. It gets to the values of the organization. Uh, it gets to the programs and practices that we're putting into place. In addition to culture, we, we focus on space. Uh, so creating the right, uh, space, physical space, uh, in, in, to enable us to, um, uh, to enable us to uh, create an opportunity when people are in person that they can be as productive as possible. And then the third uh, large element to driving the right employee experience is technology. Um, and are we creating technology that enables our employees to work uh, with speed and proficiency uh, and ease in their daily life? We cycle back then to the pieces around culture. Our mindfulness uh, activities this this past month um, have really, uh, I'll say, exploded for us. Uh, we started with some grassroots efforts uh, around mindfulness because, from you know, when we think about when we think about health and welfare of our employees, mindfulness is an incredibly important part of that. We face stress in our personal lives. We face stress in our work lives. And it's an opportunity for each and every one of our employees to put some moments into, uh, into their own thought, um, uh, slowing down, letting go of their technology, setting it aside and, and really beginning to be able to focus. So we had a number of employees that came together and, and wanted to focus on, uh, mindfulness initiatives. And so that started out, um, in our Fort Lauderdale office. And every Monday, uh, we have uh, about a half hour that is dedicated to anyone who wants to come join. Uh, and it's also being done uh, around the world. So many of our countries around the world um, have their own mindfulness movements now as well. It's happening in China. It's happening in Bangalore. It's happening in our um, Chalfant uh, and Cambridge offices in, uh, in England, in Dublin, Ireland, uh, in our Santa Clara office as well. So we do have people who participate remotely uh, by, you know, by phone. And then we also have initiatives that have taken off um, very successfully at all of our locations, um, big locations around the world. Are they diverse in what they do for mindfulness with these groups for yeah. a half an hour? It's, it's definite. It's, it's employee run. So we have uh, employees who have different experiences that they, they bring those experiences um, uh, to the mindfulness activities. Some people will use meditations, uh, music. They'll t some people will do uh, uh, talking opportunities to talk people through a meditation. I think the, that that it's it all plays out on the different employee facilitators and the employee leaders uh, in each of those in each of those countries. But we've gotten great feedback, and there's more and more uh, of our employees who are starting to participate. And in fact, in our recent um, uh, online newsletter. Uh, you know, company newsletter, we've had a couple of articles of how, um, you know, two of our, two of our managers started, uh, introducing mindfulness, uh, moments, you know, 10 minutes of, of mindfulness, uh, activity, uh, at group meetings. 
uh, to start out the meeting or to end the meeting. And the feedback that's come back from our employees around that is that it actually has enabled them to think more clearly uh, in the meeting and feel, you know, more uh, more engaged and more positive, even if they sort of walked in feeling kind of stressed right before the meeting started. Um, another employee from our uh, from our um, uh, from England, uh, off, uh, our offices in England, spent some time talking about his own personal journey of how he introduced mindfulness into into his own life to help him deal with some personal struggles and how it has benefited him uh, even in his professional life. So this has really taken on this this grassroots effort has really taken on um, uh, in a very very positive way. You know, we we also were recently uh, awarded a best place to work uh, for diver- diversity um, uh, in our disability inclusion. And it's great because for us, our focus on mental health and mental awareness has has also contributed to, uh, I think, the proliferation of this mindfulness movement inside the company. Well, that sounds great. Yeah, there's a lot of focus right now the last year or so on mental health in the workplace. Absolutely. We are uh, not only encouraging it, but there have been plenty of folks who've put their hand in the air uh, to want to help do it. And, and I think, and I think a large part of that is people recognize that there's so much, uh, stress and, and pressure, uh, in personal lives and in, in, um, in work lives, uh, that our ability to give ourselves time to look inward, uh, to quiet our minds and to enable our, each of, each of ourselves to connect with that quiet place, uh, helps actually give us even more energy, you know, throughout the day and, and brings a sense of positivity, uh, that, that we are definitely hearing from, from our, our employees. What are the things have you done in the past or concurrently doing, uh, to help your employees with the mental and stress? Uh, yeah, it's life? actually, you know, uh, again, just hearing from our employees in terms of, um, that, wellness, right? We, we look at wellness from a very broad perspective. We look at it from a financial perspective. We look at it from an emotional and a mental as well as physical. So where we have opportunities to provide employees with access to gyms, you know, gym, gym membership, gym participation, uh, we encourage that. We have financial counseling for, uh, all of our employees. Right now it's predominantly in the U.S. and we're looking for outlets um, that enable financial planning, uh, because we know that can be a big stressor for our employees looking at, um, uh, folks outside of, of, of the U.S. And from an emotional mental perspective, you know, we have, and I, I have had employees who have taken their lives. And, um, and I know that that has been an experience when I talk to my colleagues at other companies, other CHROs. Those are really devastating moments, um, and we recognize how human uh, we all are, and our employees rally around uh, those those families who have now just experienced it. And so we ha- we went on a movement to really encourage our employees to be open um, about struggling with uh, depression um, and and issues not only for themselves but even with family members. And so we started education programs for our managers uh, and um, and employees to help identify uh, folks who may be struggling. Uh, we have employee assistance programs. The education programs, again, are for families as well. Uh, if, if team members 
are recognizing that they're struggling uh, or they they I identify maybe somebody on the team who might be struggling. So we we have looked at this almost in more of a clearly collegial but more familial uh, way to reach out to be helpful to your colleagues and your coworkers, uh, and we're providing the knowledge and skills to be able to do that through you know through counselors and and uh, and education. And our benefits department um, has been focusing on that with our EAP. Well, it sounds like you have a very, very good support system for your employees. Is this all um, face-to-face or do they interact like financial wellness and other uh, benefits through um, a technology platform or is it all, you know, in, internal on your int- intranet site and uh, how do they access? Yeah, resources? the resources um, are in all of those avenues. Uh, there are, tel- you know, um, uh, telephone telephone numbers that people can reach out. They can reach out through uh, hotlines. Uh, they can reach out through their HR business partners um, and the lines that go directly into our employee uh, assistance program. Uh, you know, one of our one of our senior leaders um, has gone out with. Uh, you know, very publicly internally um, around his own struggle with depression and what he has done uh, for himself uh, and what he encourages others to do. And I think that also was um, a tremendous uh, support system and um, and sort of fire that 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 helped uh, helped us light that in in internally to give people permission, right? To give others permission that it's okay to talk about depression. Um, and that it's okay to talk about, you know, mental health, um, it, you know, in addition to other um, health issues that, that people might be dealing with. So for us, it has enabled us to be very open and transparent. Uh, and I think that also helped fuel the movement around mindfulness and looking for ways to take care of ourselves uh, in, a, in a holistic way. I was talking to Merritt last week, they're launching... Uh a little, they built an app internally, just little things about, did you say uh, hello to an employee today? Did you sit down with an employee and not talk about work? Right. You know, so they're trying to do some of the same things and they call their, they have 15,000 people at different locations called wellness champions or champions. So they kind of, you, you may not have a name for your people, but you have a lot of people doing the same. Absolutely. Thing. And I think that really gets to the criticality of of it being a grassroots movement as opposed to just tops down because what you want are are you know employees that are reaching out just like some of our employees did where they decided to start their meetings uh with a mind, mindfulness 10 minutes right uh it gives permission to slow down it gives permission for people to to um to focus and quiet their minds uh, and, um, and again, the more employees we have talking about it, uh, and the more opportunities we have to integrate it, uh, as a natural part of our day, uh, I think is what's, what ends up making all the difference in the world. So Donna, do you have somebody under you that, uh, kind of facilitates all the programs? Do you have a wellness director, um, or any kind of different roles yeah, like that? Yeah, ab- absolutely. We have, um, our, our benefits uh, team is focused on that. They have been working with a committee of employees uh, to help ensure that we're driving the right kind of wellness programs. What, what are the things in the wellness area are you doing for your employees? We do the health assessments um, uh, and the well-being assessments that are through our 
uh, third party health vendor. Uh, like I said, we have, uh, we've been doing quite a bit with our employee assistance program around mental health and uh, offering those kinds of training programs, uh, opportunities for employees, encouraging time for employees to go to, you know, gym, uh, the gyms that we have on, on site. And do you guys manage those internally or are they um, external like vendors? Uh, we manage them. We manage them internally because they're, they're predominantly, um, I'll say, uh, uh, workout facilities, but we have a third party that will, you know, rent the machines from, uh, you know. Oh, okay. Um, so it's, it's really done more like that. But we've, we've had, you know, quite a few employees who have reached out to be a part of looking at additional things that we can be doing from a wellness perspective. Um, and again, as you know, as you think about uh, companies recognizing they may not have a tremendous amount of resources to put into, um, you know, a big team on wellness, uh, we're also trying to make sure that we utilize and tap into our workforce to become part of, you know, the the, the, the task force that's generating ideas that are going to work specifically in each of our countries. Absolutely. Yeah. You get their instant buy-in if they, they're part of the whole process. Absolutely. And that enables us to really tap into understanding our employees as, as individuals. So what's important to them? Um, are we doing the right things in each of our locations, uh, that, that, help look at our employees from a holistic perspective. There's a couple questions I, or at least one question I like to end interviews with is uh, if there's any one thing that you like to do that you have, that if you had all the money in the world, your company says, you know, here's a blank check, uh, um, total buy-in from the up head of the company, all the big leaders, you're a leader out yourself, but you had, if there's any one thing you would do, if you had carte blanche, do you have anything that pops in your head what you would do for your employees and for your company? Oh, that's a great question. I, I think what's really important to me is to make sure that we continue to bring humanity and keep humanity in the workplace. And so when I think about programs and practices that we have been doing uh, from a people and an organization perspective, the, the wish for me would, would be around utilizing um those, those dollars and those resources to make sure that we're continuing to bring programs that really do focus on our employees to enable them to be as, uh, as, as productive and engaged and feel like they are able to contribute to the best of their ability. Um, and so I recognize it's not one particular program. It's just making sure that we're doing things that keep the humanity as as part of our work environment well that's a good answer so i just want to thank everybody for joining us for this podcast episode inspiring healthy workplaces our special guest today was donna kimmel who's the chief people officer at citrex that's a company that's worldwide with 9500 employees